Welcome to the Throw It Back Podcast. If you enjoy sports banter with a cold one or hot takes and a nice bourbon, then this is the show for you. Come throw one back with us. All right, welcome back to another rendition of the Throw It Back Podcast with Chris and Jason again. <laughs> you got nothing? I mean, uh, it's obviously the crowd is here for me. So. Man, I talk you up, and you, this is all you give me? All right, I'll give you holla. Holla. There okay. We're talking baseball movies today. And uh, before it, we start, we have to, you, Jason, get this. All right, I'll go. There we go. We're drinking Shit. Jucifer. I got some on the mic. Made in, <laughs> made in Hammond, Louisiana. Great beer. Gnarly Barley Brewing. Shout out Gnarly Barley. You can sponsor us if you'd like, Gnarly Barley. Very good IPA. Anyway, so we're talking baseball movies. Yeah, it's the dead of summer, so we figured we'd throw... <laughs> um, I mean, it's the time before uh, before football starts. It's yeah. right after basketball. I'm a big fan of baseball. No one else down here <laughs> really Well, I've is. gotten into it the past, you know, five plus, ten good years. Good man, good man. I've gotten way into it the past, like, three years, especially being around you more. So I'm going to kick it off with The Ladies First, a movie called A League of Their Own. and uh, Personal favorite of mine. I love that movie. It's great. Uh, watching it for the first time this past week. A lot of these I watched for the first time this past I, week. I, know, I did a you're, marathon. You're. So I love Gina Davis. Gina she, Davis had those roles back in the day. Beetlejuice, Thelma and Louise, The Fly. Remember The Fly? Oh, God. Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Yeah. And she was in Stuart Little, too, but... Not the point. Anyway, forgot I forgot about that in our IMDb, man. <laughs> Sorry. I love Gina Davis. She nails that role. She nails that role, being the all-star player, the most popular player. She's recognizable as the best player. Like yeah. she looks like she could be the best player. Yeah, and she's I didn't realize how tall she was. She's tall. And then Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's the gem of the movie, though. Tom Hanks is phenomenal in that movie. If There's you have no seen crying. It. <laughs> There's no crying in baseball. Classic line. <laughs> and that scene where the woman gives him the baseball card and he just rips it up. <laughs> throws well, it back. Yeah, he's, he's hammered when he yeah, does it. He's, he's walking out of the pisser. Yeah, and then the, the owner's like, yeah, I love that part of the game where you're itching your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to spoil it. There's going to be spoilers in this podcast just to let you know there will be spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I didn't realize Madonna was May until like the end of the movie. Really? I, I didn't recognize her. I'm like, I'm like, I know Madonna's in this movie. And then at the end, I'm like, You didn't oh, know wow. the whole time. Wow. That's Madonna. I was, was like, it, okay. Was it, it coincidental sense. to you that her name was All the Way May? All the Way May. Yeah. And she was a slut the it's, entire movie. It's no wonder the crowd loved her. Bless her. Bless her. <laughs> and you had household names too, like Rosie O'Donnell and Lori Petty. Both of them, Lori Petty was in one of my favorite shows, Orange is the New Black. I really did like that show when it was Good running. Call. Good call. Yep. She was one of the many lesbians on that show <laughs> and then rosie o'donnell has been around like forever it seems like this is so. prior to her uh run on the on the circuit of television but yes. yeah yeah she so, was known she was known so at the end of this episode we're gonna rank these because we have seven and i'm we're down gonna, for that yeah. we're gonna rank these so we're gonna move on to the next one if you haven't seen a league of their own you have to watch it excellent movie uh directed by per penny marshall i remember seeing it in the seeing it in the theater actually it's uh but it's it's to me it's all Tom Hanks. God bless him. Tom but Hanks it, is incredible. It has a, I think it has a great ending in terms of the last game of the like most of these movies come down to the last game, and I like the ambi ambiguity of the last play in terms yeah. of I again spoiler alert, but you don't really know if she <laughs> dropped the ball or if she held on to it 
it's on sister. purpose. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of like that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Kit gets her moment at the end. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, traded to the other team. That's it's it's great. It's good, a little good feel movie. good, good feel movie. good story. So moving on to the Kevin Costner section of the episode <laughs> because there's three Kevin Costner movies on here. He's the man, man. Three, three. You ready? First one. Bull Durham. Love me some Bull Durham. Bull Durham is... <laughs> Jason told me, man, you haven't seen Bull Durham? You gotta watch Bull Durham. So that is the first one of these movies that I watch. There's seven on here. Wait, wait. Quick point of reference. Chris has not seen... <laughs> First of all, he has not seen any movie, basically. Uh, I, I introduced him to the Shawshank not, Redemption last year, people. Okay, I'm more of a TV show guy. Anyway, point being that, yeah, he's a little bit uh, behind of the times in terms of movies in general. So these baseball movies, I basically threw some out there for him to watch. He's been catching up this past week. So please, throw him out there so again. Here we are. Bull Durham. This is We're in the Kevin Costner section now, remember. <laughs> that, that's not a bad place to Bull be. Bull Durham. And I wrote the note here, not what I expected, because it was not what I expected <laughs> at all. I thought it'd be more about baseball, and it is, but there's so much like romance and it, sex stuff there, in that movie with Susan Sarandon, not what I expected at all. Okay, so that, I mean, that does end up being the main theme, but at the same time, the movie was written by Ron Sheldon who also wrote White Men Can't Jump, good sports movie guy. Uh, He played in the minor leagues um, when he was younger. Therefore, this is the guy who knows something about being in triple A or single A, actually, which is what the Durham Bulls were. High A, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I just liked, in my opinion, in terms of baseball movies, I liked the everyday grind that they go through. On the bus, going from one city to another. Um, I like the scene where he... Says, I can get you a rainout tomorrow. <laughs> you know what we need? We need a rainout. Yeah. <laughs> and, then the he, and then he hits the sprinklers. I thought that was cool. But just uh, and just a couple of quotes. I remember him saying, talking about like, you know, you get so-and-so amount of more hits per month. Just a couple more hits. And yeah. now you're a 300 hitter instead of a 250 hitter. And, yeah. the, and now you're escalating to the majors. It's yeah, some he never, good stuff. Never got to the spoiler. He doesn't get to the majors, but he has the most home runs in minor league history by the end of the movie. Which he does not he want, want to anyone be to recognized know, But for. Susan Sarandon knows. Yeah. So in, in in terms of the Kevin Costner movies, it's it's up there in terms of... I, I, I enjoy it. Kevin Costner baseball movies. It's worth watching for sure if you haven't seen it. There's so many. You We could do a whole freaking episode on Kevin Costner sports, sports movies. movies. Yeah, you We're looking draft at day. Draft Day right there on the Amazon screen. It's like... You have so many. You've got Ten golf. Ten yeah. yeah. It's so many. So the next one, which you haven't seen, right? For Love of the Game. Yeah, that's one I haven't seen. That's one that I threw in extra because I was watching Bull Durham or Field of Dreams, one of these on Peacock, and it queued it up next. It said, up next for Love of the Game. And I was like, oh, another Kevin Costner it baseball read your movie. Mind, yeah. Why not? So I sat there and watched the whole the thing. AI today. Kevin Costner again. He's a legendary pitcher in this one. So I know in, the backdrop. In one movie, he's a catcher. In this one, he's a pitcher. And uh, it's got <clears> some <throat> great names. You ready for these names? J.K. Simmons, John uh, a, C. Uh, Riley. Yeah, J.K. Um, Simmons is the manager of the team. John C. Riley is uh, Kevin Costner's catcher. That's interesting. Vin Scully is in the movie as the commentator. So Rest he's the peace. announcer. He's the announcer. Oh, uh, okay. R.I.P. Vin Scully. And his love interest is 
Kelly Preston, who died of breast cancer. She was uh, John Travolta's John wife. Travolta's wife. Lots of romance in this movie. Lots of romance. It keeps going back and forth between the game and the romance. I knew the, the background the of it. I didn't read the best of reviews, Is therefore it, I avoided it. I just didn't want. I didn't want it to hurt the Kevin Costner legacy yeah, that he so had set. If you, and we're gonna get to the third one next. But if you rank these Kevin Costner movies, this is number three for me of the three. It was just too cliche. Um, it's good if you like that kind of like sappy romance. But <laughs> I'm just gonna ruin it for you. What you think happens, happens. He's out on the mound and he's hurting and he's thinking about the girl and blah, blah. And he throws a fucking perfect game. It's like the most cliche shit. Of course he does. I mean, <laughs> like there's I, been, I what, 28 perfect games in uh, the history? It, you can of count them on hands yeah. or fingers and toes. And so, of course, he throws a perfect game. And of course, he retires after that. They're talking about trading him and they're selling the team and blah. And it's just too cliche. But I did like the movie still because he does end up with her. I'm like, because she was leaving. She was going to leave. Oh, and of then course he, she was. And, he and then he stay, her back. she stays at the airport because it's like that. Wow, night. it really is cliche. It's like it's at the, it's at the she airport. was about to leave for London and he's pitching. And she's is she watching, watching it on TV. Yeah, she's watching oh, at the God. airport bar. And then they say, ma'am, your flight is boarding. And then she says, <laughs> and then she my, turn around and she run, says, run back. give my seat to someone else. Oh, God. And then it's the ninth inning. She watches it. And then there, she's crying. It's a whole big thing. Dexter, the uh, the the podcast mascot <laughs> who's sitting next to me, I think could have wrote a better script. But <laughs> no, no it was good. It was good. It was good. All right. But it, wait, wait, wait. I do have a question about this, though, because in my opinion, in Bull Durham, he looks like he could be a player. Like yeah. he's got a good swing. He's yeah. like he could throw the ball. Obviously, so in uh, for love of the game, yeah, he's got some mechanics of a pitcher in there. He definitely okay. you could see he worked on that. I don't. I I can't speak on if Kevin Costner played. He might have in high school, college. I don't uh, it know. It looks like he did. It looks in, like in he Bull did. Durham, but okay. but yeah, it's worth watching if you like that kind of cliche stuff. Eh. <laughs> but the next one was because this is like the order I watch these. This was my favorite ones uh, on this list. Field of Dreams. Oh, uh, that's a classic. Field of Dreams. I think most people listening have seen it. Most of you have probably seen it. By or at now. least you know I'm about it. I'm super late to the party. I watched it five days ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how is that possible? I mean, even by accident, did you not see it <laughs> on like TBS or something? Jesus. So my favorite so far of these four, and we got you know a few more. But that's my favorite of this list. No shame in that. That's it's a classic. It's Kevin very Costner again. Kevin Costner, but this time he's a farmer. <laughs> yeah, in Iowa, <laughs> he's a farmer in the middle of Iowa. He was he like abandoned. What did he leave his family in New York? Went to California for college. Met the girl. They moved to Iowa. Yeah, whole thing. So Ray Liotta's in it, and I recognized him immediately. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, he played a great role. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. I think he died. Early this year or last uh, year? He, last year. Yeah, he died like cardiac problems, something like that. He is so, a good fella. Great. <laughs> yes. That's, I hope people. The Juicifer is making you I laugh that hard at that. That, that wasn't really that funny, but okay. That was, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Darth Vader's in the movie too. Yeah, James Earl Jones. James Earl, the voice, sorry, people, the voice of Darth Vader. James Earl Jones as Terrence Mann, who actually was an incredible writer in real life. And, uh, yeah, James Earl Jones, he he nails it. At first, I was like, where is this going? Yeah, I'm when curious to hear your interpretation of this movie today because it's very, I ain't going to lie, dude. If I had read this script as a producer in Hollywood today, I'd be like, this is a fucking joke, right? Because it doesn't <laughs> seem like it go from pen to film. Yeah, the I, way 
the way the daughter sees it, <laughs> the way the daughter sees the players, but the uncle doesn't mm-hmm. at first. The guy trying to buy and, the and, farm, and then when he says, "Where do all these players? Where, where show are these up? players go?" And he's like, <laughs> "Right, you you can't sell the farm. <laughs> yeah, don't sell this farm, Ray. You got to stay here." So, yeah, that's that's. It, it was weird to catch on at first. I'm like, okay, so only they could see it. It's yeah, like a feel and only they can him. hear when he when he when he when when when, uh, when they're after the set, after they bring him to the stadium, and they're leaving, and he's like, okay, I'll take you home. And then he stops in front of the car. And he says, go the distance. Yeah. it's like you saw it, you yeah. heard it, and now yeah, they're both it. connected. And, and they now- had that scene at uh, Fenway Park. Uh-huh. Yeah, in Boston together, and then I'm like, okay, so now James Earl Jones is along for the ride too. He could see, he can and hear now all that this makes too. you as the audience along, which makes it pretty cool. Yeah, the way they do it, they they pull you in right there. Great stuff, so and, it's a, and it's got the iconic line from from Kevin Costner that I'm sorry, but if you have a penis, you're gonna get a little teary eyed whenever you hear, "Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch?" Yeah, it's, yeah, it's and classic. You could, and Kevin Costner nails that part too. You'd oh. hear like the oh, shrivel yeah, in his voice, absolutely, the Fantastic. emotion in the voice. It's an all-time classic. And I even wrote that in my notes here. The ending will get you because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, okay, good." And I, then, I, I'll be honest. I'm glad hearing that from you because that movie is four decades old almost. <laughs> was that 87, 88, something like that? That movie's awesome though. I was like, I'm okay, glad you this liked is it. one right. that I could good, watch, good. you know, time and time again. The next one actually is, they mention it. The players in Field of Dreams are because of this movie, which I'm getting to now, Eight Men Out. Excellent movie. Which is based on true events. The 1919, yes. quote-unquote, Black Sox sandal. Yeah, he called them the Black Sox, Chicago White Sox. Yeah, based on true events. I got to say, John Mahoney, <laughs> Kid Gleason, I loved Frasier, the show Frasier when it was running. Like, I... Binged, I do like him as a manager. I binge watched Frazier like a year ago. <laughs> and I freaking love Frazier. So seeing John Mahoney, I was like, man, love that guy because he passed away years ago. He did. But even in that movie, which is like 30 or he 40 years old, he's it. still old. Yeah. And he, he was old forever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think he was born like at 47. John Mahoney's timeless. <laughs> but yeah, that movie's great. Eight Men Out. Because it's, 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 I, I enjoy the factual, um, integrity of it because i actually did some digging into that movie after it came out well not after it came out but after rewatching it a few years after i after it came out I, I just i find the whole scandal it's the biggest scandal in the history of sports bar none i mean that that is a team through the world series yeah for those of you that don't know what that means it means they intentionally lost because they were paid by they, gamblers they felt they well well they felt that they were being marginalized by their owner at the time, yes. Mr. Comiskey. Yes. And through that, they thought that the better play was to throw the World Series and get money from a gambler, basically. It, it's it's a fascinating, interesting article of text if you want to get into it. Otherwise, you could just spend less than two hours and watch the movie Eight Men Out, and you'll be <laughs> thoroughly entertained because it's a very good flick. It's very good. And it's, it's kind of cool how, and I wrote this, it's none of it was televised did you notice that you mean the world series yeah they were were they televised back then because Um, they were like doing uh telegrams they were but that i think that was to the guys and that's how they were watching it they had a guy do it reading off the telegram it looked like he was typing sos i know what you're talking about um he's reading off the telegram to a room full of guys room full of gamblers room full of betters i i don't know but i do know that the movie 
and historical fact is both linear in the fact that the first, if the bet was in, then the pitcher from the White Sox had to peg or throw at and hit the batter of the, I want to say the Red Stockings. At the time, yeah. Yeah, but they weren't called the Reds yet. They weren't called the Reds yet. But he had to hit the first batter, and once he did, that was a sign to the gambler saying the bet is in. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I, yeah, just, I, remember I find the all guy, that shit fascinating. The guy showed up. He showed up to the play, and he said, can I get you a drink, sir? And he's like, I won't be here long. Yeah, I just want to hear the first, <laughs> the first pitch, basically, the and first player. It was the second pitch, because the first pitch was a fastball. Mm. I remember that. Okay. And then he hit him with the second one because they were all looking at each other like, is he going to do it? Yeah. And yeah. then he hit him and it said, hit batsman, takes his base. Yeah, that's a great movie. Interesting shit. Interesting great shit. movie. And then they were found not guilty. That's the that's the most interesting which part. Is, yeah. They all of them were found not guilty by a court. But yet they were banned. They, they never they, played the again. The following season, they became banned. The, the eight players, obviously, eight men out, became banned because because of that situation baseball felt it needed a basically um, a ruler yeah so they they instated the commissioner and that commissioner mm -hmm. said you he said not. regardless of the court ruling in the movie says this regardless of the court ruling no player to be determined to throw games or have evidence of throwing games will, will, ever, will ever play again that one if if any of these movies you you watch i hope it's that one because that actually tells, happened. It, it actually <laughs> happened. I know it's dramatized and blah blah, but it's like that the thing actually happened. They actually threw the World Series a hundred years ago. And it's like crazy. Makes, what makes that movie more interesting in terms of today's times is that now that gambling is legal, you are seeing players. <laughs> yes, you are seeing players in football, especially the NFL. Yeah, in football because they happen to know somebody who uh, had an account or an alleged the account. baseball pitcher from University of Alabama. Yeah. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah, the coach. Times, Sorry, people. not the player, the coach. The, coach, the baseball, yeah, the coach. head coach of an SEC baseball team. Supposedly, he took out his pitcher. His, his, yeah, his, his, he took out his stud. Star, his starting pitcher. The game. Like this shit get this shit can that get interesting. Went deep, man. You and, should. We and should by the way, the story. gambling implications. This is the reason why baseball, football, basketball, they didn't want to do this because they knew that players could be influenced by money. And it's yes. and not only players, but coaches. Yeah. And we, shit, we will man. definitely talk in a future episode about the NFL's gambling policy when we get closer to football because I'm I've, I've looked into those rules and that is like there is a lot of stuff that they cannot do. In conclusion of Eight Men Out, like it's worth watching and I... It's a well-made movie, but yeah. in my opinion, it's more... Interesting just because of the historical accuracy. Yeah, it definitely is. But the next one, Jason, The Sandlot, <laughs> all-time classic. I watched it again. That one that one I've seen multiple times, but I had to watch it again. Most people have. To refresh my you know memory on it. All-time classic. Nostalgic as hell. It very, is. very nostalgic. Is. You have... <laughs> So Great. this is one. This is one that you did see when you were I've younger. I've seen that, yeah, multiple oh, okay. times as All a kid. Right. So, I, but this was the first time watching it in like ten years, you probably. Know, as but an I adult, still, yeah. still remember Squints and Wendy Peppercorn. You know, <laughs> Benny the Jet Rodriguez. You got all kind of great scenes, like the pool scene. Oh, he, fantastic! He jumps in the deep I mean, end. He can't swim. I, I mean, I, I've thought of Squints, ways. Are you plan that? Yeah, plan. <laughs> I've thought of ways to try to make out with the chick and um, <laughs> pretending that, to drown. Yeah, that beat them all. Are actually drowning. 
And by the way, nice little segue. Uh, Field of Dreams, James Earl Jones. Yeah, and then the Sandlot. James Earl Jones is the neighbor with the scary dog, the Beast. I love how he calls. Yeah, I know the Beast is great. <laughs> I, I love when the Beast jumps and grabs the ball as uh, almost as if it's Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> like coming they, out of the water have, over uh, the fence. It's fantastic. When they have the catapult and they yeah they throw the ball. <laughs> Excellent. And Benny's Excellent. like, I got it, I got it, and then this <laughs> fucking massive dog jumps up looks twenty bigger. Feet yeah, and grabs the ball. Like, looks bigger than like, anything in yeah, life. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that too. I was like, man, they really. <laughs> pulled out all the stops to get that ball back. And I love uh, James Earl Jones when he's describing uh, Babe Ruth. He's like, George? Yeah, he's like... Which George. is his real name, George, George? Herman Ruth. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I know George. <laughs> yeah, that is... Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All-time classic movie. And it's like, it's funny, because this would have been my favorite two weeks ago. <laughs> but but Field, Field of, of Dreams, Dreams yeah, surpassed it. But we'll get to the rankings. We got... One more movie to talk about that we just finished watching right in time for the episode. I did have to, I have to introduce and, this movie uh, to him. It's a movie that came out in 1989. It's Jason the, was 27 years old when this came out. Going on 46, <laughs> yes. I uh, Kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, this is the first movie that my father took me to that was R-rated. He oh, had wow. Seen, yeah, he had seen it. He loved it. He knew I would love it. So he brought me and my brother to the theater and we had a blast. And it became something that I fell asleep to for a long time after that. I, I, this is a classic. It's it was called, your go-to, like, that's what you put on at night. Uh, well, among other movies. That's but awesome. Yes, it's one of those. It's called Major League. I absolutely love this movie. It's near and dear to the heart for that reason um, with the, uh, the strings attached to my father. But it also has Bob Euchre. <laughs> in a fantastic that role awesome that that um and being that i'm from milwaukee i know who euchre was well before this and it's great to see him get the airplay and the respect that he was due after this movie <laughs> just, because, a, just bit outside. a bit outside <laughs> try the corner miss ball four ball eight ball 12 <laughs> it's uh it's Excellent movie, very entertaining. Got a great uh, last thirty minutes, which is the final game. It's 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 a who rah rah, but it's 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 fun. It's you funny. gotta watch it if you haven't seen it. If you respect baseball and if you just want a comedy, so great cast, excellent, funny play by play by Bob Euchre, fantastic, great cast. Charlie Sheen, <laughs> Wesley Snipes, Renee Russo. Yeah, these these Incred are all like, like these are great names. These are all like opening, and then Dennis Haysbert, the Allstate guy, <laughs> is in there. And Serrano, like, correct that that just watching it, I'm like, okay, I get it now. I get the hype. Like I get the hype with Wild Thing and all this. Like all right, as if it was like a is... uh, Tobo Chico with uh... <laughs> Ranch Water. Ranch water. <laughs> it's funny. I'm gonna make a quick point. You know what's the first rated R movie my dad took me to see? Please. I love you, man. Really? Wow. <laughs> I'll never forget that because I didn't understand the jokes at the time. Huh. Like when Jason Siegel's like, oh, you think I have women in here, dude? I got a jerk off station. What are you talking about? <laughs> like 12-year-old me is like, I, what are they talking about? Or like, 10-year-old me, whatever. That movie came out a while ago. Anyway, that's just a sub point because you said that was the first rated R movie. You yeah, saw no, you had. had to throw it in there. That but was I, the first I, one. So you were obviously slapping the bass, yeah, man. Slapping that bass, Slapping the bass. And that is still to this day my favorite comedy. I love Paul Rudd. And then maybe that's why. Maybe because I saw it with my dad. Maybe that's why. But it resonated. Major League, it's great, great movie. And every this is something I have to say. Every movie 
on this list that I've named has a female love interest for at least one character. Every single one. And I think they do that on purpose. I mean, you have to, yeah, don't you? you? <laughs> I mean, you, you're going to alienate half the gender <laughs> of the United States. You could do like, well, because I'm trying to think of like a bonus one, like Moneyball, like He's well, got his daughter. The in daughter there. is kind of the, the the love, but it's more that one's like strictly baseball. That movie, it is to me, and that's it's, why it's one of my favorites. It's like all this. baseball. There's no romance like at all. Well, the romance is like the baseball. Hey, it you gotta have the female interest. Correlates. If you don't, you lose. I'm sorry, you lose like, the. You, you're gonna lose them all. You, lose, you sure. lose your core audience. But I mean, I get it. I get it. So, Jason, we have to rank these movies now because I got seven. I have a list in my head. I don't know where you're at with this. I'll be honest. I didn't know we were going to list until you brought this up when we... Surprise! <laughs> Live now on the Throw It Back podcast. All right. A ranking it. of the baseball movies. Um, and we're leaving some out. We left out Moneyball. We left I'm not out... leaving out Moneyball. That's going oh, you on want, my list. You want Moneyball on the oh, list? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so we got eight now. We didn't really talk about Moneyball, but okay, shout out Moneyball. Well, well we also <laughs> didn't talk about another movie. The Natural. Only... Yeah, because I need you to haven't watch seen it. it. I need to watch it first. I didn't want to do it diligence. Anyway. <laughs> So what is your top eight here? We'll, we'll include Moneyball because we've both seen it. That's a great one. That's based on true events too. Oakland Athletics, all that. I got mine. If you want me to give you mine first. Go yours because I, I'm, I'm categorizing as we speak. For love of the game, eight. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's good because that's the one I haven't seen on this list. For love of the game, eight. Seven is probably, and I hate putting it that low, a league of their own. Hmm. Six, Bull Durham. Disagree. Okay. Five, Moneyball. Hmm. Four, Eight Men Out. Three, Major League. Two, The Sandlot. One, Field of Dreams. That's my list. Man. We're pretty far off. <laughs> and I didn't even want to put uh, the girls that low, but there's so many good ones. I know. You're hating on the ladies. <laughs> I wouldn't do such a thing. I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll put for love of the game as my last one, <laughs> considering I haven't seen it. Ah, oh, shit, this is gonna be. Tough. And after I watch the natural, that list might change. I'm gonna watch the natural this week just to get, you know, have the knowledge of what I'm missing there. At least throw uh, Robert Redford, you know. Yeah, Glenn Close. Uh, so I'll Basinger talk about that in a future episode because I will have seen it by then. Yeah, you'll throw it in. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go obviously for love of the game as last because uh, it. From what you've told me, it's very cliched, and it's too. Cl it's I've also that's my, never seen it. That's my biggest critique: is it's too cliche. It's like if he would have allowed a game-winning homer at the end, I would have preferred that. Like he he gets the girl and he throws the perfect game. Like come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so eight for love of the game. Yeah, this is gonna. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm I got the list in front of me of the movies that you've gone over. You're gonna hate me for this. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> The Sandlot is oh, number seven. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. I know. That I, was second on my list. And by the way, I guarantee anyone who's hearing this is going to want to shit on my face for me saying this. I know. I, wow. It's nostalgic. <laughs> yes. So disappointed I in know. That. Suck a dick. Whatever. I, I, Good God, man. I, <laughs> Austin, who throws a shoe? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Wow. Sorry, that's a totally different movie. I, I, I knew the <laughs> reference, though. I got it. He throws it like a baseball. I, I <laughs> um, okay. So, Sandlot. I know. I just Fuck. because. Well, I looked at the other movies and I liked them more. What a dick. All right. All right. Well, stay with me. <laughs> um, I'm going to go six, eight men out. Uh, again, 
respect the historical accuracy, but in terms of a movie, these next five I enjoyed more. Well done. Uh, number five, Bull Durham. Again, entertaining. Kevin Costner's got the charisma of a leading man, and he's also got the baseball prowess. I'll roll with that. Number four. Fair. I'm going League of Their Own. I just think it's, in terms it, of entertainment, it's a very entertaining movie, and it's got its, its historical background. Like, it's this is a real league, and these are real real people and players that actually played during the war while men were off fighting. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I thought it all melted yeah. together pretty well. I, like I said, it's close. Like it shouldn't be as low on my list, but it's very close to the other ones. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Number three, field of dreams. All right. Fair. I guess. <laughs> I don't need your, <laughs> it's your opinion. It's fine. I, yes. I don't need your seal of approval, but yeah, field of dreams, classic, like I said, copper-esque, uh, it's a feel-good movie. Like, if you don't walk out of that, or if you don't walk out of that movie feeling... Some type of way. Yeah. Heartstrings. Yeah, yeah that one, uh, it'll pull at you, for sure. The ending will get you. That's why it's my number one, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this wow. is an opinion-based list. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, wow, we're uh, so I'm, way Yeah, different. like I said, I knew we were off. Uh, number two is... I just, I love this movie. It's called Moneyball. It's got, yeah, I, I knew you were going to say that. Moneyball is so... Also fat. based on factual... It, maybe that's why I enjoy it so things. much. I just, I find it incredibly fascinating that a game that has been played for over 150 years professionally changed so much. It's awesome. So Watch it multiple is, times. Uh, what's number one? I brought it up before, man. Major League. Major League. Wow. Just a bit outside. <laughs> well, we talked about a sentimental it was for you, so that 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 one's fair. All the other ones. Now, I, I should point out. Per, <laughs> kidding, I kidding. should point out personal preference. Um, yes. I, so I'm not saying that's the best movie. I'm no. saying so. That's, this this is our opinions here. This exactly. is our list, our ranking list. Like if I talk to someone on the street, their list might be polar opposite of our list. Well, it can't be because both of ours are so opposite. <laughs> That they would have to fall in the middle. So, Jason, we <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. We we still. I'm glad we ranked them. Okay, I got Field of Dreams first. The Sandlot's better than the Seven Spot. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's, I, that's I, too low. I only did it because I found six more that I, well, six point well, five point five more that you like. I'll watch the Natural. Maybe the Natural will hop in the top five for me. I don't know. The but, Natural's got a fun ending, but the book is very well. Don't different. ruin it for me. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, Jason, we have to transition to our favorite topic. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. God. Yeah, so I do have one, and it's funny, but also dumb. It's uh, <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> usually the case. <laughs> Don't be that guy that sits at the one dirty table in the whole restaurant. And for reference, I've mainly been in restaurant bars like restaurant settings jason's mainly been in the club setting so you might not have to deal with this as much there's plenty of open seating sir <laughs> all right so you're talking about and the guy who's okay so somebody just <laughs> somebody just left the table so it hasn't had ch a chance to get cleaned up and this guy wants to sit at that table is that what you're saying yes he's oh, very okay. adamant on i want that table in the corner <laughs> that has six dirty plates and two dirty glasses on it <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Like, I, and I look at Nicole. Shout out Nicole, GM. I'm like, 
Really? <laughs> like, like the one dirty table. Like, and we were a little busy at the time, but there's still like, there's other options. There's other tables. There's other seating there. I'm like, that sucks. Really, man? Don't be yeah, that, don't be that don't guy. Don't be that that's, guy. That's, that's And then I we got to stop what we're doing and hurry up and clean the table really quick because he's like, oh, I got three more people coming. And then it ended up being just him. Out of <laughs> <laughs> At a four top, just him. Oh, and he took a four top too. What a yeah, dick! Yeah, but the thing is, I think they didn't show. Like he said, "Oh, I got friends coming." Well, now I know who this guy. And I didn't really like, take. It. I I wouldn't show up for this guy either. Yeah, and I I wasn't really taking care of him. They brought him a coffee, and that's like all he had. And I was like, "All right," and then he left. And I'm like, "What?" So he takes it's even worse. He takes the one dirty table, and then he he's there for 15 minutes yeah, and then he, leaves. He, just, he, <laughs> like, he basically took a shit on your table. Don't be that guy either. You wasting my time. <laughs> you wasting all of our time. Anyway, Jason, I know you probably have one. Uh, I got about four thousand. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on, on just I, this. I, I honestly. can do this for years, my friend. I'm not kidding. Um, I did think of one. It's only because I heard it this past weekend, and I haven't heard it for a while. When I first started down on Bourbon Street, it was five to six times a night. It was so annoying, and I and for whatever reason, I it, it it's it's kind of drifted away on the uh, along the wayside, but. Just this past weekend, I heard it again, and it reminded me of all the fucking times I got angry. So it is, <laughs> don't be that guy or that girl that says, I want something good. <laughs> I fucking. Oh, man. Okay. Now, <laughs> you fucking assholes. What's that? It's a Heineken. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had I to. Know, I, had I know. To. Well done. Well done. That's from the bartender hates you. Uh, we actually do. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, let's, okay. So let me back up a few, a few paces here. So when you are, when you, the customer are in an actual bar situation, or, or like a restaurant situation, when it's not that busy, I don't really have a big problem with you saying something stupid like that or along those lines. Yeah. Because if it's I'll, like early in the shift, like happy hour time. No, and like if I'm not busy, people, yeah. if I'm not busy. I don't really have a problem because we can work, we can work through that. I will just start by saying, or start by asking, okay, well, do you like vodka? Do you like whiskey, bourbon, blah, blah, blah. And we can just narrow it down to something you will actually like. I have a problem when I'm fucking slammed to my nuts and two <laughs> bubbly bitches walk up to my bar, <laughs> probably underage and say, <laughs> something good <laughs> there was a situation in which that exactly happened i remember i was on patio bar and for whatever reason i was pissed off so i had anger blow flowing through my veins so i remember just being so pissed off and saying i'm gonna fuck these bitches up so i turned my back towards them so oh, they could wait. not see i know this story. i think i told you this i know this story and i just looked for the ugliest alcohol that i could find and just mix so i found like <laughs> I put, like, I, I put gin well Kahlua. gin, uh, Kahlua. Um, I want to say I threw Jaeger in there. Um, the worst tequila I could find. And I remember topping it off specifically <laughs> with, so with, with, with crystal sauce. <laughs> crystal hot sauce, yes, hot ladies sauce. and gentlemen. Yeah. Hot sauce. Crystal hot sauce. So <laughs> I made two shots with these twats and uh, turned around and I remember handing it to him and course they took them and their faces looked like they had just swallowed their own mucus three times <laughs> and one of them said oh my god it tastes like gasoline i'm like well that's something good to me maybe you should fucking know what you want to order next time Wait. you goddamn fucking what 
There's a there's an ending to that story. Oh, there is. That's a punchline. Wait, wait, no. There's, what rem- happened next? Well, <laughs> I know the story. What happened next? And so after they walked away, there's this one guy watching this whole thing from right behind them. St- <laughs> stepped to my bar and said, "I'm at a bachelor party. I need nine of whatever you just gave those <laughs> girls." I'm like, "Sold, sir." <laughs> Jesus. And I ha- happened to make nine more. And yeah, whatever they called it, gasoline. I'm sure whatever. That is but, hilarious. Point being, um, if we got the time to mess around and, you know, just like pertain to your exact yeah, You got to know the environment if you're the customer. Exactly. If, if I'm in the weeds and you just, you just want something good, quote unquote, <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Before I bartended, funny story, I actually did that once. I didn't say to the guy something good. I said, yeah, just whip me up something you like making. Yeah. <laughs> And he was busy. And I learned, like, after years now of bartending, I'm like, wow, I was that idiot. <laughs> we all have been. But at one point. This is, like, years ago. Don't that, do that with it for busy, though. That's the point Jason's making. The, the point I am making is that if I'm in the weeds or if I'm uh, hustling a little bit more than I should be, then just don't. Every day I'm hustling. I really wish you didn't say that. <laughs> don't. <laughs> So, we are going to throw something back as usual. Jason, it's clear. You're throwing me off here. I'm throwing you a curveball. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, we're going to go to vodka. Uh, something well known. It's not the secret that Tito's My vodka. boy, Tito. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the well in, you said it, a lot of bars A, a lot of, well, it's in, it's in the well in bars in Texas. Uh, yeah. But it's. Places it's, I've worked to yeah, in the past. It, it's well known. We don't have to tell you people about it. So what we're going to do is just drink it. Yeah. Distilled from corn and from Texas. But Austin. Whatever you're drinking. Throw one back with us. There we go. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. No, I'm good. Bitter new, bitter new. <laughs> 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 